0: Hey everyone, a few weeks ago we had a powerful combined church camp over the weekend called the Ex church UK Getaway and here's one of the recorded sessions We hope that you'll be blessed by it Good evening everybody and welcome to uh, Getaway 2022 It's uh, so good to be able to be with you um, and uh, to see uh, new faces uh, and uh, faces that we have known uh, for some years now Uh, Thank you for being uh, so uh, faithful uh, to make it here. Thank you so much, Tiong. Um, And uh, my wife and I are really truly, truly blessed to be able to uh, join you uh, this time. After three years uh, of uh, not being able to uh, come uh, because of the pandemic mainly, um, but uh, to be able to be here is really a blessing from the Lord. Um, thank you, worship team, for leading us uh, into such a wonderful time of worship. Wow, they already have a Bible here for me from the Gideons. Uh, I'll just put that aside uh, just in case I need a real Bible. Okay, uh, praise God. No, no, that's good. Good good ministry, Gideons. Thank God for them. Uh, we, we have so many hotels uh, that have the Bible and I think they have wonderful testimonies of how people go to the hotels and they find uh, God uh, by just you know opening that drawer And uh, reading that Bible. Okay, let me just, uh, I know it's uh, late and I know that some of you have just come in after three hours of uh, bus ride uh, or maybe more. And uh, so I I don't want to necessarily take uh, more time than I should. uh, But I thought I'll just start by uh, honouring a few of my leaders here, especially those seated at the front. Uh, so uh, I, let's begin with my wife. Is that okay? Uh, so, Pa Sandra, would you stand? Uh, this is Paul Sandra, my wife of twenty-seven years. Uh, yeah, is, is that we are married twenty-seven years? Not that she's twenty-seven years old. Uh, she's twenty-five. And how does married twenty-seven years but she's twenty-five? How did happened? happen? Um, and uh, so we celebrated our twenty-seventh anniversary uh, on. Um, uh, the 9th of September, and um, 27 years ago, I told uh, Pa Sandra uh, that I would like to uh, get married on the 16th of September, because that's my birthday, and uh, it's just one week after the 9th, uh, and I wanted it on my birthday so I can remember uh, the date, uh, and she says, no, let's not do that, otherwise, they only wish you, you know, and give you presents, and uh, so I said, "Yeah, okay." <laughs> uh, so we were able to find uh, 9995 uh, to uh, have our wedding in a church called FGA, uh, where uh, well, I would like to say we grew up there. But uh, in honesty, uh, by Sandra, when she came to know the Lord, she went to a, a, another church, uh, and uh, I—I'll uh, tell you more stories probably tomorrow. Um, and uh, about you know where uh, I've come uh, from in a sense of where I was born and how my family broke up uh, into a couple of pieces, but how God picked up the pieces and healed and restored. Uh, I'll tell you more tomorrow. Um, but uh, for tonight, uh, just to say that, uh, yeah, uh, so Pastor Sandra and I uh, met at church. Uh, we finally uh, met at FGAKL, Full, Full Gospel Assembly. How many of you are from an FGA church? Okay. All right. Oh, oh. Okay. One. One. One salvation. Okay. (laughs) All right. Praise God. Um, And uh, so, yeah. So we we got married at at FGA and and we were leaders there, youth leaders there. And... um, uh, then we uh, went on to uh, be youth pastors for SIBKL. Uh, you know, have you heard of SIB? Yeah. yeah? Uh, who's from SIB? <laughs> one. That's one. Oh, second salvation for the night. <laughs> God. Sidang Injil Borneo. In Sarawak, it's called BEM. Um, they wanted to call themselves SIB forever, but then they found out that BEM is actually uh, registered uh, as uh, Act of Parliament, uh, and so they cannot be uh, deregistered. Uh, so they decided to instead of call themselves SIB in uh, Sarawak, they call themselves BEM Borneo Evangelical Missions. Uh, yeah. So uh, youth pastors there, and uh, then uh, God says, uh, go and plant X church uh, because, uh, you know, he has got great plans, Uh, And so it started with three people and now we are uh, uh, probably over 3,000 people uh, across uh, 10 nations. Uh, By the grace of God, we give God all the glory. Uh, And most of them young people. Uh, That's very, very important. Tonight I'm going to explain to you a little bit about church. And I thought I'll just take that time, you know, just to talk about church. Uh, for a moment, uh, and then we close, and then we talk some more tomorrow. So, Pastor uh, Sandra, my wife, uh, she is also a missions pastor, and um, the senior minister of X Church. Praise the Lord. Yes, a lot of power. A lot of power. Because of her, I have retired. Because um, you don't need me around anymore, right, when you have such power. Uh, so God told me to retire at 50 I retired two years ago at 50 years old. Uh, a lot of pastors in Malaysia say, hey, 50 is when pastors start. I say, yeah, you're right. Uh, but the Lord says, uh, retire so that other leaders can rise. Uh, so that's what we did. And now pastors are beginning to ask me, how you do it? How you do it? Uh, uh, and I say, well, you just obey. Yeah. And the Lord tells you it's time, uh, you obey. Okay, so uh, let me move on. Oh, okay, you know Pastor David, Pastor Cat, right? <laughs> Pastor Dave, Pastor Cat. I mean... I know they know you, but I just thought I'll do it anyway because I want to honour you. Um, they, might, they might always say that uh, the one who actually started church, was uh, ex-London, was uh, Pastor Lazarus, and I, I was there too, uh, but uh, that was version 1, uh, and version 2 is always better, you know what I'm saying? Uh, and, um, and so, uh, version 2, version 2, they did a, a, such a great job. Uh, with version two, this is this is version two, and um, and uh, version three shall come, okay? Uh, but uh, version version two, okay, uh, okay. Uh, Tiong, Tiong is our coordinator. Also version, uh, also version two. Also, also very good, very good. We won't go further than that. Just, just a. Suffice to say, version two is is better. Yeah, amen. amen <laughs> praise God. Version three, probably not yet. Uh, but but uh, anyway, brother. <laughs> all right. So Tiong, you're, how I of you know Tiong? Yeah. yeah. Any any girls here would like to? Okay. Good, good. So you all know, right? Just making sure you all know. Ah. You saw some people sweating in the front desk? Sweat, eh? Sweat, eh? I learned this from Singapore, no? Sweat, eh? So, how about three lines, streaks of sweat coming down at the same time? Sweat, eh? This is how Singaporeans sweat, they sweat. Three lines. Uh, We have Pastor John Pastor John and Joan Pastor John, I think both of you have to stand up Because they probably haven't met you Uh, Okay Uh, Pastor John is our lead pastor From X Singapore And Joan, his wife uh, Of now two years Uh, And uh, she is with child So do not force her to do anything heavy. When she plays games, don't push her around. Because John will be watching you like a hawk. Uh, But praise God, Uh, John is here for work. And she uh, and John, Pastor John, arrived on Monday uh, morning. And she went straight to office. And John went to play. Uh, (laughs) And uh, no, no, he, he he was allowed to work remotely by his uh, 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 office in Singapore, and uh, only today he was off and he went to Chinatown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And John still was working. <laughs> while John went out to Chinatown, and uh, but an, an amazing uh, pastor, uh, he uh, co-pastors uh, with uh, Pastor Mike. Pastor Mike uh, was there at the beginning as well of Ex London um, and uh, he and Lazarus Okay, uh, Lazarus is 6 foot 4 uh, I think uh, Mike is probably 6 foot 1 uh, so we have very tall uh, found, uh, founding members um, and uh, anyway uh, thank you so much uh, I, you, you know they are here for work but they are also they wanted a holiday as well but they chose to come to get away for the holiday you, you, you with me? And I said, when are you going back? They said, Wednesday. Means you only got two more days to really have a holiday. Uh, so I pray that you you know, you know, will actually find that these next two days with the rest of these people you know, will be like a holiday. Is that okay? Uh? Please make it like a holiday for them, please. Can I, Can I? Can you do that? Yeah. Uh, uh, but uh, Singapore is represented. Praise the Lord. Well done. Our campus pastor, Nikki, would you like to stand up? Nicolin Hassam. Nicoline, Nikki is what we call her. Uh, Hassam is not a Malay name. Um, uh, she is from Zimbabwe. And she just arrived this morning from KL. So she's not even here, really. She's, she's not. She, she knows how to nod her head, but she's not. There's nothing there. Hello? Okay. Yeah, she's, she's so tired. She said that she slept in the bus. Uh, being really antisocial uh, no, I just kidding I'm kidding I'm kidding I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Um, uh, no she's I tell you if you know Nikki you know the antisocial is the last thing uh, ever uh, when Nikki was uh, a student uh, she brought 200 people to church uh, this is this is evangelist uh, and I tell you what you know uh, she was studying in Lim Cot yeah, don't blame her for that. And, uh, <laughs> and, 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 and then after that, she worked for Lim Gotwing. Wing. And her only desire was to preach the gospel to Lim Kok Wing, uh, Tan Sri Lim Gotwing. Wing. And I think she had a chance to go up to Tansri Lim Kok Wing and say, uh, Tansri, can I pray for you? Uh, and uh, then of course, uh, some years later, I think Tan Sri uh, passed away. Uh, and I think Nikki's only regret was not being able to lead him to Christ. But uh, this is, you know, solid, solid leaders that we have uh, in this church. And uh, we're going to have a chance on Sunday, because Sunday is like, it's like our anniversary Sunday. It's like uh, our anniversary Sunday. But, but it's also our, it's a, it's a time when all of us are here. So Pastor Dave said, Pastor Kenneth, would you like to do a commissioning uh, a service uh, where we pray for our leaders? And I said, that's a good idea that's a good idea. So on Sunday uh, don't oversleep, uh, come for church, let's worship God together because we are also going to be recognizing leaders, praying for them, commissioning them, but also new leaders uh, will potentially uh, leaders of version 3 <laughs> uh, potentially uh, will will be recognized, uh, acknowledged and prayed for on Sunday. so don't miss it. okay come dress your best. Uh, and uh, just you know, believe that God had got so much more. Now, of course, I realised that Edinburgh has come in. Yeah. yeah. Edinburgh. Yeah. Alright. And so, in Florence Ong, we have an acting coordinator. Florence, would you stand, please? Florence... Uh, uh, she's been with ex-Edinburgh for seven years, I think. Is that right? Uh, and so she's considered OG. La. Uh, and, uh, so, but because she actually works in Glasgow uh, and she travels to Edinburgh every Sunday uh, and uh, you might say, that, hey, not far away. Hey, it, it, it can be far when it's cold and dark and you're alone. And there's only five people coming for the winter service, uh, and you know you're doing everything on your own. You're carrying stuff. Yeah. It can be far. You you know what I'm trying to say? Not just distance, uh, but far in terms of feels alone. If you know, I I feel tired. Uh, and uh, we had a good time with uh, Florence up in Glasgow, and uh, we shared about. Well, she said, you know, Pastor, before I uh, agreed to go uh, back to Edinburgh and help every week. I already had a life uh, in Glasgow, and I had a church I was part of, and um, I was, I know, I was gonna just carry on, uh, but uh, because of her love for ex-Edinburgh, she has stayed on, and pressed on, Uh, and I said to her, because she, I think she was gonna ask me, can I now be released? Uh, And uh, I said to her, "Uh, before you are released, you know, we are going to have to find a new coordinator. Uh, y'all will know that the last coordinator for Ex-Edinburgh is Dr. Rachel George, okay? Uh, boy George's uh, sister. And um, I'm just kidding, no. Some of you are going like, who is Boy George, you know? Okay, okay. So, sorry about that. I didn't want to, I just want to keep you awake, like guys, okay? So, uh, so Girl George uh, has gone back to Malaysia. Uh, boy George, I'm not sure, but is he still alive? Okay. Do you really want to hurt me? <laughs> Do you really want to make me cry? Okay, um, so so I said to Florence, I said Florence, would you please help us? Uh, yeah, just just uh, support the next potential leader, and she said, Yeah, I'll I'll do this for the next three, three four months, and uh, so yeah, so acting coordinator, and very very faithful, uh, and uh, she's got the whole. How many came from Edinburgh? Eight. Wow! And did you all fly? Oh, two more tomorrow. Woo! Just to make it ten, right? Yeah. Ten is the number for the weekend. Alright, praise the Lord. Okay, wonderful. Uh, did I miss anybody? No, right? I uh, just wanted to honour, and then we honour some more people on, on Sunday, okay? Because there are other leaders, there's SPO here and there. Alright, so uh, let's, let's talk about church, right? Huh? Let's talk about church because sometimes we might not understand fully what church is and the power of church. So let's do this tonight. And actually when I was uh, praying about doing this, I was also um, hoping that you would uh, ask questions as I go about doing this. Okay, so let me look at some of these uh Pens that ex London gave to me, to play around with, but you know I realized I was I was as I was writing in orange. Uh, the people at the back can't see. <laughs> so although they gave me a lot, uh, I think I can use two only. Okay, which is black and blue, <laughs> blue black. Okay, here we go. So um, let's talk about church. So church in general um, has got two. Um two tasks um, that that we we need to um fulfill. uh they they're both in GC sla, so you, so you know G. c. Uh, one is great command, great commandment. okay, very bad writing. But right, Please forgive me. My hand has fallen asleep. <laughs> Next one is Great Commission. So really, uh, nothing is more important than these two things. I mean, there are a lot more things about church, but this too is the bedrock. This two is the foundation. This too is what makes church, church. The Great Commandment says, to love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your heart, all your mind, all your soul, all your strength. So when you want to worship God, don't clap halfway; just clap all the way. You want to shout? Don't go ah! Don't you no know, shout. Uh, you want to jump? Don't just you know lift your heels. Uh, you want to dance? You know like David did, right? Remember David? Day well, not not just Pastor David, but you know King David. Uh, danced and 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 sang so passionately until his wife, who couldn't take it, said, "What in the world is my husband doing? You no, know, so embarrassing." And David said, "I did not dance for you. I dance for the Lord, and I will be more undignified than this because I do it to God." This is very very important, guys. You know, to love the Lord your God with all all. Okay, so that's that's all. Great commission uh, is. It- found, of course, in uh, Matthew uh, 28, and you know it from 18 to 20. Uh, Usually people start from 19, but 18 is a good uh, verse to start with because Jesus says, All authority has been given to me. Uh, Then He says, uh, uh, Therefore, go uh, into all the world and uh, make disciples uh, of all nations. And then he, uh, He says, Baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, And then he says this, which a lot of us miss. He says, teaching them to observe all, everything that I have commanded you. And this is really what church is. Church is about teaching everyone everything that Jesus has ever taught us. And I think that um, most churches, if not all churches, have not yet fulfilled all. Uh, So we continue to do it every Sunday in every Bible class, and every time we meet for homes and cell group, is to continue to teach people everything that Jesus has ever taught us. And if people can know everything that Jesus has ever taught or commanded, I think we'll be a stronger people, a stronger uh, church. Okay, so this is important. Now, what else do I want to talk to you about the church? Um, Yeah, I, I, I believe that when... Jesus spoke to the church uh, from Matthew 28 where where we read this. Uh, I believe that He gave the church uh, the responsibility uh, to change the world. The responsibility, my friends, was not given to the government and yet most of us look to the government. It wasn't given... Uh, to businessmen. And so we look at businessmen with all their money to change the world. Well, they can. Governments can help change the world. Uh, businessmen, you know, uh, with their billions of dollars can help change the world. But Jesus didn't speak to the businessmen and say, it's your job to do this. He didn't say to governments. He didn't say it to anyone else. He said to the church, wow. you go and make disciples. Wow. Because changing the world if you really are interested in changing the world, it's it's possible when you are making disciples, because the you know um, in America many many years ago, uh, I think the government or one of the states at least uh, sent out you know like um, a challenge, a question to the people in that state saying. Uh, write in you know your thoughts about how this world can change, what needs to change uh, uh, for this world to become a better place and everybody wrote in you know uh, climate change this and that right so many things um, Some even wrote about LGBT and and all that and maybe uh, stop the racial uh, 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 discord and, and all that. And one pastor finally just sent in a a letter. Um, That time was a letter many, many years ago. He sent in a letter and he just wrote one word. And he says, the the word was Y-O-U. If you can just change you, the world will change. So it's about people because people make decisions. And when hearts can change, so will decisions. Uh, So the, the thing is not, you know, you realize that sometimes we can have elaborate four-page, 40-page, 400-page dissertation on how to change. But really, when people change, the world changes. And so Jesus didn't just talk about, you know, environment or that. He says, if you can change, you know, I guess your house will be cleaner. If you can change... Uh, you know, the water will be cleaner, the, You know maybe you, maybe, maybe you won't use so much, elect, maybe you'll be more responsible, maybe you'll take out the trash, maybe you will... You know, it's, it's, it's the people changing that cause, causes the world to change. Everybody okay? Yeah. Uh, so, so the responsibility was to the church. And that's why I love the church so much. Because if the church can keep going out and making disciples, telling these people how Jesus taught us to live, then the world changes. Yeah. It's really as simple as that. It's not a simple thing to do, but it's, it's a simple vision. Yeah. Simple vision. Um, okay, so uh, so far so good? Yeah. So the responsibility, don't blame the government always. Don't just blame uh, businessmen not spending their money on the poor. Just no, go out there, preach. Yeah. Go out there, Teach. Go out there, show the world what Jesus is all about. Yeah. And if they can have Jesus and their lives are changed, I guarantee you they will know how to decide on their billions. Yeah. You with me? Yeah. So it's got to be heart change first, uh, not not anything else. So This is this is important. Okay, what else would I I'd like to say to you? Uh, I like the, the spelling of the word church, although you can probably only do this in English, uh, not in any other language, But but you are the church, right? So the church always starts with Christ and ends with Christ, starts with Christ ends with Christ, but the church really isn't anything without you and uh, of course, God can do anything he wants to. He can just you know change the world in a, a snap of a finger, but He has chosen us to speak through. You no, know, I like uh <laughs> One particular story in the Bible uh, where, I think it's in Acts 10, where uh, there was a centurion, I believe, called Cornelius. And Cornelius uh, was very faithful. He was giving alms and and praying. And uh, the angel of God came to him and said, God has heard your prayer. And uh, you need to be sending (laughs) for Peter to come because Peter has a message for you. Right. And then there, uh, the Bible uh, goes on to another place, uh, and uh, now the story is on Peter, and Peter is, uh, is uh, falling into a trance uh, as he prays. And then he sees this, you know, you know the story, right? About the unclean animals coming down. Uh, and he says, No, no, the, the voice, of course, says, Peter, arise, kill, and eat. And, you know, three times. Uh, and uh, finally, it, it, it goes, it leaves him, uh, and uh, knock on the door. Uh, <laughs> uh, Peter, there are men here uh, sent uh, to um, uh, say something to you. And uh, and so Peter uh, follows, because the, the, the Holy Spirit says to Peter, no, don't worry, don't be afraid, follow. And he comes into the house of Gentiles, right? Uh, Cornelius already has a whole group waiting at home. He, he brought his family, he brought his you know, friends, they're all there. And uh, so Peter goes like, you know, actually you know, this is not lawful. okay, uh, Not halal uh, for, for me, a Jew, to be here. Uh, but God already said to me, showed me that you know, whatever he says is clean, I can't say unclean. And as he's preaching, before he finishes his preaching, the Holy Spirit falls on Cornelius and his whole family. It's almost like God is so kanchong. God is so excited about pouring his spirit upon he didn't even wait for for Peter to finish his message. Yeah. Just went, hey, Peter, okay, enough. <laughs> right? And then Peter went like, hey, what's this? So rude. no, <laughs> He didn't say that. No, he didn't say that. He said, let me finish first. Life. No. He, he he knew that God, God is sovereign. God is sovereign. So, and he says, Wow, this, these guys are all being baptized. Uh, what will Stop them from being, you know, water baptized as well. Why I smile at the story is because I, come on, guys, the angel could have just come to Cornelius and tell him what. Yeah. Wow! Yeah. Why well, must go through all that trouble, uh? yeah. 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 Go to all that trouble just to get you to camp, you know? Ah. Wow. Couldn't the angel speak to you in Edinburgh? Yeah. Yeah. So I, I realize, uh, how important God sees it, you no. Know? He ain't gonna do your job. Wow. He's not going to do my job. Wow. I'd be like, hey, call an angel to come and preach. Shit. I'm telling you, all of you will be all slain on the ground. No, yeah. no. But you know, this chubby guy has to stand in front of you and <laughs> and speak. You know, and, and and so you got to hopefully tonight recognize that you are come on. God's answer. Yeah. Come on. You are God's messenger he will go through all that trouble to arrange the meeting, but he won't speak on your behalf. Wow. Wow. He won't speak on your behalf. I mean, oh, wow. That's a lot of things to do. Don't you know? give Peter a dream. Yeah. Yeah. Three times. One, two... And you know, right? The whole thing is just to get him to go here. Wow. So he's arranging all these things because Peter is a man. Wow. You... Ah, that man? You are that woman. you got to Why did God prepare? Yes, because you are. Wow, come on. And a lot of us want to give this job back to God. Oh, wow. You do it, you know. Then it won't be spelled church anymore. you like, would be like, I don't know. <laughs> so we, we just gotta do what we gotta do. Yeah. Come on. We just gotta go where we gotta go. Yeah. Say what we going to say. Yeah. And let God do the rest. And He will do the rest. Even before you finish preaching, you go, boom, done. Thank you. Uh, But I'm not done. It's not about you. But you just told me you are... No, no, it's not about about you. It's through you. I want to use you. Everybody okay? This is very, very important. Okay. So, uh, so far so good? Everybody still awake? Yeah. Mm. So we've got a responsibility, make disciples, change the world, love God and be where we need to be and let God be glorified. Beginning he's the end, Uh, but He's called us to serve Him. Will you serve Him? So the next uh, 36 hours, we're going to be talking about that. Uh, I think I told London the theme for this camp is uh, our God is able, dot, 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 but. Because of course we know He's able. But why so many of us haven't wow, come on. experienced the ability of God? Wow. is because He doesn't work alone. Wow, come on. He can work alone, right. but He chose not to. Wow. Right. I, I keep wanting to emphasize this. Because without this, there is no church. So, uh, the next 36 hours are going to be very, very interesting as the Holy Spirit ministers to all of us. I want you to go back with a sense of responsibility, a sense of calling, a sense of like, yeah, it's not by accident. <laughs> and God will go through so much to just get me where I need to be. Everybody in church could understand that. My word, this, this, this world, your world, wherever God has placed you, will be changed by the power of God. So I, I want to be this, guys. And I want all of us to be this. And whichever church you come from, we are this. And whichever church you will go back to, uh, maybe you're not from X, when you go back to wherever it is, Malaysia, Singapore, uh, this is the church. So I want to tell you that we are part of this big picture. Yeah. This, 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 is, this is the picture. And uh, we, we don't have to be X or not to, to be this. This is, this is important. X is just uh, a name that is given to a vision that's part of this bigger vision. Yeah. Okay, But this is very important for you to understand. Yeah. Okay. Uh, wow, well, I've got N. Happy birthday. <laughs> okay, let's talk about X church very quickly now. So is X church. Okay, so we are this, but why then did God um, say that you have to plan X? So let me just uh, give you uh, three... Uh, quick thoughts uh, about how uh, this uh, is um, how how it it materializes as far as X is concerned. But let me just write down the the words and and so you will uh, catch the the difference. Uh, Here we go. Um, It's number one, it's youth. So, We are all this, but specifically, God has called X to the young. And so, um, when God gave me the vision many years ago, uh, He said, young people, uh, I believe in young people, I love young people, I want to use young people. Uh, Again, for all this, for all this. Uh, I want you to believe in young people. So you will have pastors that are in their 20s, You will have pastors in their 30s. You will continue to trust in people. Maybe they haven't even been to Bible school, but you will trust them, and you will believe in them and you will raise them up and you will cause them to do what I've called them, but you must believe in them. That's why uh, Acts continues to draw a lot of young people because people understand that this church really does believe in young people. Now, uh, older people can also do this. Uh, Bikers can do this. Gangsters uh, no, who have come to know the Lord. Of course, I am saying, uh, you know, they they can do this, but, but, um, but this is uh, this is very very. You got to understand when you are part of X Church. You got to understand. I am I am spending tonight just to let you understand uh, what what's your call, uh, what's your responsibility, but also you coming to X, uh, what you can expect. That is the cutting edge. So we're still doing this, but there is a specific um, anointing, there's a specific gifting, specific strength. Um, Genesis 12 verse 3, uh, God gave a promise to Abraham and said, And through you, all the families of the earth will be blessed. Isn't that a great promise? Through you. (laughs) I think he was talking to Abraham. Because God can do it himself also, but God said, through you, all the families of the earth shall be blessed. So that's uh, Genesis um, 12, 3, I believe. And and then uh, about how many years ago? 30 years ago, I think. I was on my knees and the Lord said to me, uh, He just added the word TH next to the word U. Now, please don't go adding stuff into the Bible. uh. Uh, The Bible actually tells us uh, don't add, don't subtract. But uh, sometimes God just gives us very personal revelation about what He wants to do. And so for me, uh, I read, uh, God told me, I think it was more than 30 years ago now, He said, read it again, Kenneth, read it again. And I think God wanted me to do that because He wanted to set the course of my life. And uh, uh, the Bible says, and through you shall all the families of the earth be blessed. And I read it again, and I saw youth. And through youth, shall all the families of the earth be blessed. And so I, I, I took that, and I said, "Okay, God, you have a great plan for young people." Uh, and I'm not just talking about kids and teenagers, you know, uh, all the way to even young families. Uh, still young. Okay, so, so, so youth. Okay. Now, number two, we are very big on. If you have not heard it yet, unity. X Church uh, has been called by God uh, to contribute to the unity of churches. So we are very clear that we do not exist for ourselves. We are, we are very clear about that. Even when God calls us to a city and plans, <coughs> we do not want to compete with churches. Uh, oh, so many churches are really done. Uh, why you plan here? We plan here because God t- told us to. We do not plan. You know, uh, you will probably never see... Uh, a big, huge map on the wall in X Church, and us uh, putting potential flags, uh, because Kenneth Chin wants it planted here, here, here. No, no such thing. You, you won't see that. Those of you who know me for a long time now, you don't see me planning like that. Yeah. Uh, Pastor Dave would probably, okay. Uh, I, I know that Lord, the Lord has called us to Europe as well. But if you ask me now, where next? I, I don't know. I, I won't tell you, oh, Switzerland, then Norway, and then Denmark, you know, Germany, you know. This is this is not some dance. Huh? This is, this is Lord, you told me Europe, you got to tell me where next. Yeah, yeah. And usually God tells me by raising people up. Wow. People that God raised up shows me that that's next. Wow. Come on. Okay? Uh, I don't plan it uh, like how businessmen plan. I want to start another or pray uh at uh, uh, the corner uh, I want to start another Starbucks you know uh, businessmen to do that boom uh, why is it why don't I have uh, six more stores there you know hey you know uh, the Jewish also like to drink coffee why don't why 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 aren't my coffee uh, uh, cafes uh, at that Jewish corner you know I no no I, I don't I actually uh, I'm actually quite afraid to do that uh, I am. Uh, I, I. So, I want you to know, uh, I want you to know, this is the heart of it. The heart of it is that God will say to me, I want a church planted. Just like He said to me He wanted a church planted in London. Now, guys, from Malaysia, not easy to plant a church in London because, you know, our Malaysian Ringgit uh, ain't the strongest in the world. Uh. Okay. And And, you know, it was... It was really, really heavy for us. That's why it's called pounds. And, and, um, yeah, no, seriously. And and people go, huh? You plant eggs, church in London? You know? And then in Australia? um, And I said, you know, expensive. Now in Japan, Osaka, expensive. Yen is not a lady's name. It's. it's, (laughs) No, no, no. It's this yen. So, so no, 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 I, I'm not here to compete. I'm not here to steal people's sheep. When I first came out of SIB as a youth pastor, I told all the young people there, you are not to follow me. I so scared to start church, you no. Know? I don't know where I'm going. Really? You know, the pastor had two sons, two sons. Asked Pastor Sandra, can I follow you? The pastor's own sons want to follow me out to plant this new church. I said, no one is to follow me. I will follow you. No! Follow you wherever. No! You may go. No! I said, no, you can't. I I, I don't know where I'm going. The Lord just said, plant a church. I don't know where I'm going. And so we planted with three people. uh, You all know the story. Uh, me and, and and two other guys who I, I was already discipling uh, then, so unity very very key. I uh, had to leave FGA KL uh, because I took up a job uh, with SIBKL as their youth pastor, and um, FGA KL just invited me to speak uh, for them uh, about a month ago, and I love that, you know, guys, because uh, many people find. It's a sad thing that when you leave church, uh, you never can quite go back. Because we live in a in a bad way. Uh either it's your fault or someone else's fault or everybody's fault or you know, nobody's fault. I I don't know, okay. Basically, to be able to be invited back to the church you left uh, it's such a testimony. Uh. I, I thought to myself, Lord, thank you so much. Uh and and uh my wife, you know, wanted to just say that they sent us out. Yeah so yeah I've got another preacher here the yeah passenger preacher uh uh yeah 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 how to turn off this ways. So. Recalculating No no she's a real support to me she's she's making sure cuz I'm I'm a lawyer by training so she wants to make sure that I'm I'm talk I'm talking properly Okay so yeah uh FJ did send us out, like they sent us out, they bless us, you know, said, go to SIB. They think that they thought that they were sending us to Sabah Sarawak. But we were just in KL. <laughs> just next door. Uh, and uh, then SIB, you know, SIB. Uh, uh, they're inviting me to their uh, to speak for their men's camp. Uh, and you know, so you're going back to a, a church, SIB KL, who you also uh, left so that I could plan X. Very, very important how you leave churches, you know? Leave yeah. with a good heart. Leave with a clean conscience. Leave yeah. without complaining about pastors. Yeah. I've never complained about any pastor in FGA, any pastor in SIBA. God is my witness. You know, you don't do things like that. You don't. You want to leave? You t- God told you to. You just go la. Uh, and then you bless the church. Yeah. I tell you, a lot of young people don't know this. So when they leave, out uh, they talk about oh. Of things about their past church, I tell you, you will break God's heart. Because another thing you need to know about the church uh, is that the church is the bride of Christ. And when you hurt the bride, you hurt Christ. Just just be careful, uh, so that that all of you are blessed. I don't want anybody to be cursed. I know that there are a lot of people stepping into that place of uh, 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 making God upset. Uh, just don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Okay. So this is my testimony. Uh, I, I've left two churches now, but I've gone back to speak for them because I, you know, I left in a proper way, in a God-fearing way. Do please do that. If you want blessing on your life, blessing on your marriage in the future, blessing on your family, you know, I, God told me this, uh, Kenneth. If you leave any of these churches in the wrong way and you are, you don't say anything good about the pastors, uh, I tell you what, your church also won't succeed. So I was so scared. You know, I said, God, I want X to succeed, please. He said, then you do what's right. I will bless this church. And I said, okay, Lord, I'll do it. I'll do it. So this is very important. Young people, sometimes they, they don't fully understand this. You know, then they go like, oh, then they join all their friends. They say, yeah, I don't know that pastor. Be very, very careful. I just want to say it because I love you. I love you enough. Because you know why? After like 20 years time, and then you find that, hey, no breakthrough one. How come you No, know, this happened to my family? This happened to my family? This happened to my, you know? Okay? And then you don't know that it's, it's the things that you have allowed. You open the door for the enemy uh, to attack you. Uh, please be honoring uh, to the people in your past um, because you know, it really blesses God's heart. Even we know, right, David, uh, uh, Saul was after him, want to kill him, but he never dishonored yeah. Saul, not even one time because David knew. Uh, how, 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 it, was, it was said about him, he was after God's own heart. Yeah. Yeah. So David knew how to please God. So before he did anything, he just probably just looked up to heaven. Do you know what the fear of God is? I have a, I, I have a really, I think, a, a very good, easy definition for the fear of God. Because God taught me this many years ago. The fear of God is just this. Uh, it's about having a mind to consider what God thinks before you do anything. So I remember wearing a, a big pair of glasses in church one day and say, okay, this is how you, the fear of God is every time you're about to decide on something, put on this big pair of glasses and, and through these lenses, see through God's eyes. Uh, and the fear of God is, what do you think, God? Actually, I want to scold my pastor, but God, what do you think? Oh, I see. Okay. God bless you. You know? Actually, 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 I, I want to go after a married woman. Uh, but God, what do you think? Oh, cannot. Okay. Actually, I want to, you know, steal my boss's money because you know he overworked me. But God, what do you think? No, you see, yeah, uh, everyone on, in this department, this side, can think that I'm doing right. In fact, the servants of David thought he was doing right if he killed Saul. See this whole gang. That's what happens when we are in part of a fellowship that's talking and we get swept with the talk. But no one wants to go like this, no? So, Because we're only just looking and talking like this, but no one wants to turn around a little bit and go like, God, what do you think? And he says, don't do it. Okay. He says, don't do it. But the whole gang says, do it. Because it's it's so reasonable, right? On the earth. Makes sense. Mm -hmm. You hurt me, I hurt you back. You know, you steal from me. Time, I steal your money. You you slap me on the left, I give you one punch on your right. I mean, you know, eye for eye, tooth for tooth. Oh, see me. Uh, So this is very important. So unity is very important, very, very important. So uh, just a just a quick. uh, We've done a lot of unity stuff in uh, back in Malaysia, and my encouragement to all the church plants all across. uh, work with churches around you. Bless the churches around you. Pray for the churches around you. They might say bad things about you. They might. What? Why? Who do you think you are, man? You know. See, you come to London, but who are you reaching? You know. You know, they, they then they say, shouldn't you reach the Caucasians? We reach whoever God brings to us, lah you know. Yeah. 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 We we also want to reach other people man, but what they do, they don't like our Nasilama. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> we we reach hey, you guys are people also what? Eh? Yeah. You're not people, man? Yeah. You're not precious, man? Yeah. You don't have needs, yeah. man? Yeah. <laughs> so we reach. Whoever the God brings our way. Yeah. We can talk to ten people, but sometimes only five, four, three come. Great, you know, fantastic. We we say, Lord, thank you for the three. Yeah. We would like we would like ten to come. Yeah. But three came and we will be faithful with the three. Yeah. Love the three. Pray for the three. Counsel the three. Walk with the three. Cry with the three. Laugh with the three. You know? Yeah. And see the three graduate. <laughs> and go for their graduation. <laughs> Pray for one day, you know, you know, other things in their lives as young working adults, etc. So, um, one of the biggest things we've ever done was uh, just share with you a quick testimony is that uh, we have a medical clinic, uh, went on for 10 years, um, and uh, we gave uh, free medical uh, uh, treatment to the poor and charged the rich. Um, <laughs> reasonably reasonably we charged them reasonably and and then uh, I, we spent about a million ringgit over 10 years to pay for the bills because we couldn't quite uh, you know when when people aren't paying for the consultation fee you know you can't really survive uh, but ex-church because of tithes and offering one million ringgit I think it was 1.1 million ringgit over 10 years was poured into the cl- clinic um, um. Wow, I tell you, so many people ask me, you know, Pastor, it's a losing concern. Please stop it. You know, uh, uh, cut off this bleed. You know, Uh, uh, bite this bullet. You know, all this kind of uh, stuff. And I said, Well, I don't know what bite the bullet is and cut off this bleed is, but I know Thus says the Lord, He says, keep it going. Okay? So if He wants it to keep going, then He will provide for it. So we went on. And then finally, uh, I felt like. It was time to give it up, so I, oh, with a heavy heart, because I really love this clinic. It's called Clinic Keceriaan. For those of you who know French, um, no, Keceriaan is in uh, Malay, Bahasa Malayu, Bahasa Malay, Bahasa Malaysia. Uh, cheer, cheer, cheer is in English, right? You know cheer, uh, so it's Keceriaan. So there's two words, uh. Keceriaan also means happiness uh cheer means also uh, happiness so it's cheer cheer and okay uh, some people say hey, Pastor, you don't know how to spell no but uh, that that's that's how i spell it uh and um i was ready to give it uh or rather to sell it to sell it uh, and we uh we we did a assessment and uh, we we could actually probably sell it for about 200 250000 ringgit with our equipment our scanner was the most expensive uh can scan for everything when uh, what you ate last night no <laughs> Um, and, uh, and I think the scanner itself was 60,000 ringgit uh, um, and second hand uh. but um, I found out that uh, a church wanted it a church wanted a clinic a church wanted a cleaning. <laughs> and uh, some of you may know the church name uh, City Harvest but uh, today in uh, Malaysia it's called Collective uh, and so Pastor Kevin uh, I got to know from his doctor. Uh, they were looking for clinics. And uh, I heard that they were they had about 150,000 ringgit to buy a clinic. Um, and uh, the Holy Spirit said to me, uh, Kenneth, uh, that church wants to get into medical uh, service. Uh, why don't you give them your clinic? Wow. Hmm. wow. <laughs> I didn't say wow the first time God told me. I said, what? No. <laughs> And uh, the Lord says, yeah, do it, do it, okay? This clinic is mine. This clinic, I paid for it. This clinic, I supported it for 10 years. It's not yours anyway, Kenneth. Give it to whomever I want you to give it to. So I called Pastor Kevin. I said, Pastor Kevin, I heard you are thinking of uh, getting a clinic. He said, yeah, Pastor Kenneth, yeah. Um, And I said, uh, I would like to give you mine. And uh, was silent, no? For about 30 seconds. Yeah, so basically the pastor was speechless. He says, uh, "Give me, so, yeah." So, kind of long story short, uh, their people came to meet with our people, like gangster. Eh? Uh, their people, their people came to meet with our people, and uh, in front of the clinic, in front of the clinic, uh, I passed them the keys and 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 and, and gave uh, Pastor Kevin uh, just three words of blessing uh, for the for the clinic, and uh, uh, they they were thinking of changing the name. Uh, but when they went to the United Nations, uh, UNHCR and, and all that, the United Nations, uh, uh, the people who represent the UN in Malaysia, uh, this this I didn't even know, no, uh, Dave, uh, but the name Clinic Keciarayan is uh, big with the refugees. Uh, and so UN said, do not change the name if you can. These guys have got so much goodwill. Uh, uh, please keep it. They they advise uh, city harvest or collective, and so they came and told us. Uh, the doctor came and told Dr. Jill, our doctor, uh, we are not going to change the name. You have done such an amazing work for ten years in the midst of you. And you know, praise the Lord. that uh. don't when you want to give people something. Uh, don't give people something that is dying or you know, want to give people oh secondhand clothes. You know, here got hole, there got hole, very holy. You know, your shirt. Uh, um. So 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 we came we... But you know the beauty of it is the beauty of it is uh, they are also quite a big church, a collective or city harvest in Malaysia. Uh, we are also uh, not too bad a number. But who says that two big churches can't work together? And uh, so they didn't have to spend uh, one hundred fifty thousand ringgit that they had set aside, uh, but they they spend some money to do it up and all that. And now they are uh, they they've, they've turned a profit. Uh, but Dr. Andrew keeps coming up to Froth. Uh, we have a coffee place called Froth upstairs uh, from the clinic. Uh, and he comes up and he talks to our Elder Kenya all the time, all the good that's happening. And, and he's become so close to even Elder Kenyatta. Uh, you know, I love it, don't you love it, when churches are able to see eye to eye, work together. But it only happens uh, when, when there is humility, when there is generosity. And so, you know how Malaysia is going to be changed? Just by this act, right, of two churches coming together to keep a dream alive and to serve so many more hundreds of refugees and poor, right? You times it by 10, that's how Malaysia has changed. You times it by 100, that's how Malaysia has changed. You times it by 1,000. When churches work together, give to each other, generous. Don't have to ask for anything back. The Lord told me many years ago the way to do unity is this. Hug, hug each other. Hug. What do you mean? H U G. H U G. H U G. So if you want to see glory, G. You want to see glory come upon Malaysia. You need unity. Wow. But before unity is humility. So H U G. Humble yourself, unite, and see God's glory come wow. upon. Yeah. yeah. So I, you know, I guess, spiritually speaking, I gave Pastor Kevin a hug. Wow. I think more pastors need to. Give each other a hug and say, what is mine is yours. Yeah. You know, yeah. what is mine is yours. What is yours is mine. We, we are one. Yeah. We are the body of Christ. Amen? Yeah. Praise the Lord. God is good, huh? Yeah. Okay, and then uh, and then, uh, one more. Who Who, who is X? Uh We we look at national issues or rather national transformation uh, so we are big on this. We are, we are really big on this. Uh, we always look at how the church can change a nation. And so we look at how we can serve the nation. Uh, we've served in the elections before a few times. Dave, were you in one of those? I can't remember. One one particular year, we went and uh, we, we were... Well, were we, what was it called? Uh? Uh, in Malay, it's Pemantau. But uh, in English, it's not power. It's... Uh, Anyway, okay. So election uh, something. Uh, So we we serve. We serve and and we do things like that. One time, you know what happened? Uh, As a church, uh, we went and did a prayer drive. Were you part of this prayer drive? Yeah. So the head of police in Subang Jaya (laughs) heard that ex-church, together with all the pastors in Subang Jaya, was doing a prayer drive. So for the very first time, I think in the history of Malaysia, we were given a police escort through the jam of Subang Jaya. I felt so good, no? Okay, because it's not just all these dignitaries. Uh. So the police, outriders, no? Outriders were, were, were guiding us. We were a delegation uh, of about maybe 20 cars. Not one of them was, was uh, luxurious cars. You should see, we were, we were in our van, no? The Wii van that breaks down uh, uh, five times, it breaks down out, of th- out of ten times. And we were giving this, being given this police escort. Usually behind police escort would be Mercedes Benz, BMW, uh, Toyota, Velfire. Ours was this broken down van and then jail and you know all these small little cars. Uh, and but we were We were praying you know, over Subang Jaya. And it was in the midst of Saturday afternoon jam. All right. And uh, we went through all, all the cars that had to go to the side because we were praying in Jesus' name, amen. So we, we, we do things like that. And, and, and so we, we will say to you that if Pastor Dave and any of the leaders here lead like that, like, hey, we weren't just called to be a church, we were called to be a blessing to this nation. Whenever you stand up, and I know Singapore does this also, every time you pray, right, you pray for Singapore, you stand there and say, Lord, bless Singapore. Bless our, our Prime Minister you know, as a church because God did not give the responsibility to the government but to us, right? Yeah. So we got the power to change this world. So when we pray, things shake, things move. And I know that when I'm there also with you uh, in Singapore, after you pray for Singapore, you pray for Malaysia. Which one comes to us? <laughs> Put him in the spot. No? <laughs> <laughs> She's laughing. Okay, as long as a Singaporean is laughing, it's fine. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Okay, uh, let me see how I can close because the the, the, the night is late already. Let me just close. Uh, I probably got about I don't know one more hour of notes for you, but I, I'm not gonna go. I'm not gonna go that way. Okay, uh, I think it's enough. I think I just I, I want to give you a sense of uh, church. Yes, church. Okay, forget X for a while. Church. I belong to the body of Christ. I have a calling. I have a gifting. I have a responsibility. I am part of this life-changing ministry. I'm part of this world-changing ministry. I'm part of the body of Christ. I've got power by the Holy Spirit to change the world I live in, okay? But then I also wanted to make sure that I end by saying you're part also not only of the international global church but you're a part of a church called X that's big on youth, big on unity and big on national transformation wherever uh, we are. Uh, so uh, I close uh, by sharing with you um, mm, the dream. Okay, let's just go with the dream. The dream is quite interesting. Um, and I'll just turn this page and uh, ask for five more minutes as I, as I close. So there's a dream. And with this dream, we are guided as a church, ex church. Um, And this dream can be anywhere, okay? It can be Dream Malaysia, Dream Singapore, Dream Brunei, Dream UK, Dream Europe, Dream, you know, Germany, wherever, okay? Uh, D stands for discipleship. We are really, really big on this, guys. So we make no apologies when we tell you that uh, God deserves our best. Yeah. And that when you come before Him, worship Him on a Sunday especially, you come to Him with your best. Um, because we are discipling uh, people. Now, uh, let me just, because I only got five minutes, I'll, I'll just uh, write the second word, revival. Every time you talk about the about revival, you're talking about the Holy Spirit. Because you cannot have revival without the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Okay. This is very interesting because all my life in ministry, all, all my ministry life, this has been the biggest uh, passion in my life. To see revival in the church. Amen. Okay. And this is how I define revival. Revival, number one, is God is always first. Always. Always. You know when I uh when I was growing up, uh I forced myself not to like girls. No, I didn't force myself to like guys, okay? I, I just forced myself not to like <laughs> girls. Because my auntie, when I was six years old, uh she teased me, she says, uh oh, Kenny, Kenny, which girl you like? I said, I don't like, I don't like uh and she <laughs> says and she says to me, Ah, you say only sorry, yeah, this is not perfect English but uh you 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 say it now uh but when you're older you will you will like girls and and uh, you know don't play a fool with the uh, six year old vows. Uh. I vowed at six years old I will never and I kept that vow uh to twenty four mm. So, all my guy friends will whistle and go, wee, wee, woo, come on, baby. Okay, I'll, when they do that, I'll look away. Yeah, it, 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 it's just, just don't want to break that vow until Pastor Sandra came into my life. They said, how, how did you like Sandra? I said, It was God. I said, My wife was worshiping, you know, and I said, Wow, such anointing. presence of God. I can see the power. And so I said, okay. Cannot, cannot. Cannot, cannot. No, I, no, no. Lead me not into temptation, but deliver me. Deliver me from the evil one. And uh, so, yeah. And the, I remember the Lord saying to me, you like her or not? Huh? Oh, you asked me that question. I going yeah, I'm not going to force you to love her. Do you like her? I yeah. Trick, trick question. What? I said, okay, then why don't you pray for her? Pray. Yeah, pray for her. Okay, so I prayed. And then he said, I teach you how to pray. Lord, I bring Sandra and lay her at the altar. <laughs> well, lay her at the altar. Well, teach me how to pray. Lay her at the altar. Like a sacrifice, lay her at the altar. But the only thing is that she's a living sacrifice, and living sacrifice can move, is it so? I lay her, she keeps coming down, find another boyfriend. Uh, I I lay her up for you know another boyfriend, because she's a good looking girl, you no? Know? She's good looking. What, what your love? Good looking, you no? Know? Miss MGS, you know the school called MGS, yeah? Monkey Girl School, uh, uh, Methodist Girl School. Yeah. Miss MGS. Miss MGS. Yeah. Yeah. So I pray, I pray. Lord, I put her on the altar. I don't know why she keep coming down. I put her on the altar. Three and a half years. Yeah, wow. This is wow spelled backwards. But I tell you what, I tell you what, I tell you what. what. This This is the thing. The Lord taught me from the early days, uh, He's first. He's first. When you, this is the best way to check whether your heart is revived. Is that God is always first. As soon as you lose your revival, someone else is first. I tell you now, I tell you now, okay? Just out of experience. Your job is first, your girlfriend is first, money is first. No. How do you, how do you, detect a person that's truly revived is always God one. What does he think? What does he want? You know, God. Okay, not this girl for me because if not okay, she's going to destroy the very destiny that you have given me. I, I can't afford not to serve the most important plans that you have for me because I know if a girl comes into my life, uh, she can either make me or break me. I can't afford Lord. You know when you're so in love with Jesus, uh, you just can't can't see yourself in a place where you're not serving His best. So, So maybe tonight as we draw to a close, is He first? Are you revived? That's been my calling all these years to see revival in people's lives. And when God is first, then God is always deserving of the best. Two things. You say, Pastor, I don't know how to fully explain to my parents about what makes X different. Well, these two words, hopefully, you can just say. When X Church was started, they were started with two very important um, tasks. And task number one is to make sure that God is always first. Task number two is that God deserves nothing less than the best. And that's how I would like every disciple in X Church to live. And I would have done my job. And you would have done your job. So, so important. I tell you seriously, uh, uh, if I can get you to live like this, uh, you're going to be blessed. You're going to see wonders. You're going to see miracles. Doors are going to open for you. God is first. Lord, should I take this job? Lord, should I pursue this relationship? Lord, should I migrate or not? Doesn't matter what my parents say first. God, what do you say? This is I know, I know you will come under persecution, some of you. Some of you will come and you know, your parents will be like, Hey, why are you so silly? They got money, you know? No. Like God, right? So three and a half years, people are still wondering, Wow, why you take so long? I say, well, because God didn't give me the go-ahead. After three and a half years, when I finished my law degree, the Lord says, Okay, now you can go and tell her that you like her. I'm like, No, I don't. <laughs> I was so scared because I've never told any girl before in my life that I liked her. Wow. She's my first. So I had to write a letter. <laughs> I was so nervous, I had to write a letter. Sandra, actually, actually, I like you. Prayed for you for, tre- no, stuff like that. And then pass her the letter, you know, fear and trembling. Then after, after when she found out, she said, "Oh, give me six months to pray about it." <laughs> I just told her three and a half years, you know. She go take six more months a day. What in the world? What in the world are you doing to me? I don't know. So, six more months she asked me. I four years. That's very long. That's like a degree, masters, macha, masters. Sorry all these words are coming I don't know why. <laughs> Where did this accent come from? Okay I tell you uh, when you get God's deal, when you get God's choice, it lasts you know and you go on doing great things for God. hopefully we're doing great things for God but I'm, I'm just saying, say, you know you do we not have our trouble to go have God? You know, did, did I not mention divorce or, or, or once or twice, or at least think about it? Yes. I tell you, Pa Sandra, some people say she is the woman version of Kenneth Chin. So this is the challenge. You feel like you are married to yourself. You know what I'm to say? You know what I'm trying say? Like, yeah. Did you hear her not preaching this now? Also, huh? You understand what I'm trying to so, say? So, so I've got to remind her sometimes, you are a woman. You are my wife. I'm your husband. So we have our we have our days, right? And but Pala Sandra, I tell you, you know, she might not su- submit to many men, but she just needs to submit to one. And that's that's important because uh, uh, you know that's how a relationship works. Anyway, we'll talk about marriage another time, lah. Uh, but this is important to just to let you know that we have our challenges, but God is in the center of it. And that's why we survive and hopefully succeed. This is revival. Am I using blue pen? Use a black pen. Now let's finish it. Evangelism. You cannot be a church without preaching Christ. So, so important. CH first, CH last. Christ first, Christ the end. Evangelism. So, so important. People, oh, I tell you, you know, we uh, we got we to we learn that as a church, uh, Christ must be preached. Um, and if you ever come to church, right, Sunday after Sunday, six months has gone by and you never hear Christ being preached, you just hear about philosophies and you hear about whatever, I think you better pray and consider going to a church that preaches Christ. But I, I, I am so confident saying that because I know Christ is preached in this church. That people here in this place love Jesus. Love Jesus. Action. Action includes social action. Action. What is a church that only prays but but does not act? What is a church that only fasts but does not give to the poor? You know, there's so many parts of the Bible that teaches us we, we might not be saved by good works, but we're saved for good works. Very important for ex Church, especially to have a dream. And our dream must include that even as as we're growing stronger. Uh, So I started a school back in KL. It's called Victory Academy. The school had four teachers. We hired four teachers and had three students. (laughs) And, uh, you know, my heart is to give uh, young people an education. Out of the three students, one was on scholarship. And people are still saying, Pastor Kenneth, I thought only when you make a lot of money then you give. Just like saying that, that's like saying, right, you must make a lot of money before you give your offering. So you don't wait till you get your million, then you give your 10%. Because 10% of a million is a hundred thousand. But if you can't even give ten, how are you going to ever get to the hundred thousand? You can't. So you gotta start. So so I said to I said to them, I said, okay, we started a school, the school was meant to make a difference in people's lives. Not just, oh, I pray for you that you get education. Give them education. Oh, I fast for you so that you can know what one times one is one. And, uh, you know, no. Come on. So, a student, four teachers, uh, I have to pay their salary every month. Two paying students, one scholarship. Why? Because that student needed a scholarship. And now, the opportunity has come before me. Not with 300 students. With three students, one needs college. It has come before me. Now is the time to make the difference, not tomorrow only, not next week. Now, today, if I can make a difference in one life, I will do it. Because this is the dream of X Church. Yeah. Finally, missions. And missions means cross-cultural. Cross- See, there's a difference. Huh? If you just stop at mission... Is mission, mission impossible, mission possible, a mission, a project, okay, uh, for, uh, for lack of words. But missions, when you put a S word behind it, is always cross-cultural, meaning you are serving or willing to serve a people who is not like you, because it's very easy to serve a people that look like you, that talk like you, eat like you, drink like you. Joke like you. But it's another deal altogether when you start doing D-R-E-A to a people that's not your kind. D-R-E-A to people poorer than you. D-R-E-A to people who don't have education like you. You begin to move out to a place that is uncomfortable and you respect them. And you say they are also God's creatures there are also men and women made in the image of God. You begin to reach out to a group of people that's not your kind. Father, in the name of Jesus, I know that I've used too much time tonight, but I thought it would be great just to talk about your bride, talk about your church, and also take the chance to explain to people who are new to Acts, maybe even people who are not so new to Acts, who have probably never heard who we really are and what we are really about and how it all started and where it's all going. Lord, I pray tonight as we all uh, get ready to continue, maybe to fellowship or to take our rest, that we will all go to sleep with a dream in our hearts. A dream in our hearts. Discipleship is what God is after. Revival is what the Spirit is here to do evangelism is what the church needs to present to a world that does not know Jesus as their personal Lord and Saviour. They must know. They must know. If, if we don't tell them, how will they hear? Action. We don't just want to be a church that is so comfortable in its four walls, talking Christian jargon and being so comfortable with our Christian knees that the world doesn't know the love of God. Lord, love really is the greatest. That's what your Bible tells us very clearly. First Corinthians 13, I believe. Verse 13. And now abide faith, hope, and love, these three. But the greatest of these is love. When people see ex-church, I pray they will see love, even in the smallest ways. Love through action. And finally, to be ready to be uncomfortable, to give to those who do not have, to go to people who are not like us. Maybe it's just that they are poorer, and we have something in our hands to offer. Whatever it is, O oh Lord, help us dream. Help us all have sweet dreams tonight. Lord, we want a dream. We begin with a dream. It always begins with a dream, doesn't it? It always begins with a dream. So we begin tonight declaring the beginning of Getaway 2022. We declare that we are a church that has a dream. We have a dream. We have a dream. And God, I pray that as we begin with a dream, Lord, you will help us for the next 36 hours to pursue that dream. Hearing your word, being set free by your truth, being drawn near by your spirit, being encouraged, inspired again, refreshed. Thank you so much. Lord, for the opportunity to share um, a little bit of what I have put down on on my notes. And tonight, because of time, I've just given your people, I I think, just just enough. An appetizer, hopefully. May you, Lord God, seal all these wonderful uh, words and truth into our hearts and make us excited that we are part of a living church. Of of a living dream, make us excited, oh God, that uh, uh, that uh, we're not just going to church uh, on attendance on Sunday attendance, but it's more than that. Hallelujah! Thank you, Jesus. Praise God. The musicians are already up, so let's let's maybe worship God with a song, and maybe stand, and maybe tonight just start by giving your heart afresh to the Lord. Is He first? Is He best? Maybe start with that question. Are you revived? Would you like the fire to burn brighter in your heart from this night onwards? Hallelujah. Is God first? Will you put Him first? I tell you what you will never regret it I guarantee you I've seen it long enough I've heard many testimonies of how God when He is put first and when we give Him only our best God does not shortchange us God is no man's debtor God is good Hallelujah I just want you to have the opportunity to just surrender to God, whatever it is that may have taken first place in your life. Just surrender to Him because I know the Holy Spirit is leading you to do that. And you don't know what will happen after that. You don't know how God will take it left, take it right, go where, wherever He chooses. Oh, but I sense that some of you are ready to do that. Uh, There will be no further altar call tonight. It's already quite late. But I want you to just take the next two minutes and just say, Lord, this I surrender to you because it might just have taken that first place that belongs to you. Lord, help me to put you first in all things. Lord, help me that even as I put you first, I will also live for you, giving you only my best because you deserve nothing less than that. So take the two minutes right now. Lord, let's pray. Lord, I surrender. I surrender to you. Lord, this very thing in my life right now. Lord, I surrender to you. I give it to you, God. I surrender. I put you first, oh Lord. I ask you, Lord, lead me. Have your way in my life. Lord, let your kingdom come. Let your will be done. Lord, in the name of Jesus, not my will, Jesus said, but yours be done. Lord, as people are surrendering to you tonight afresh, I just pray, oh Lord, for a clean slate, a new beginning. Oh, times of refreshing. Just come upon your people tonight. Lord, in the name of Jesus, everything that your people are surrendering to you right now, I laid at the foot of the cross. 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 In Jesus' name. Lord, we lay down our relationships. We surrender. We trust you. We lay down, oh Lord, our dreams, our hopes, our desires. We lay down before you, oh God. Oh, Rabash. Even our plans, our plans. Some of you very very good planners, and you have been planning your life in a very, very uh, uh, efficient way. But the Lord says, "Give your plans to me. Give your plans to me. I am the Lord your God. I have better plans for you, such as no eye has seen, nor ear heard, nor have entered into the heart of man. The things that God has prepared for those who love Him." First Corinthians chapter two, verse nine. Oh Lord, I believe that you have prepared wonderful things, amazing things for those. Who love you. So tonight, Lord, as we close, we remember the great commandment to love the Lord our God with all our hearts, mind, soul, and strength. And Lord, as we close, we wanna we wanna just say that, Lord, we, we love you. Jesus, we love You. We love You. We love You. We love You with all our hearts. And Lord, if there's anything that stops us from loving You that way, please help us, Holy Spirit. Help us, oh God. And like, like that father that said, Lord, I believe. Help my unbelief. Lord, tonight some of us could be saying, Lord, I really want to love You more. But there are days, oh God, where I find it so hard because there's so many temptations. But Lord, tonight, help me. Help me love You the way You should be loved. Oh, help me love you the way you should be loved. In the name of Jesus.